Good morning and welcome to The Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, hosting today with Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Hello there. Hello there. Happy Monday morning. Happy Monday morning. How was, uh, how was your weekend? How was your business? How was Business your... is good right now. Um, my weekend, though, I took the weekend off. Oh, proud of you. Well, I had to because I was taking a class for the entire weekend, mm. uh, and that was exciting in Beacon. I actually took the um, New York State uh, pistol permit class this weekend. It was 16 hours plus two hours of range time and that was exciting was the range time fun the range time is great i did great the the instructor asked me if i had ever um used a, a, a gun before and i said no <laughs> <laughs> i had never and which is the reason why i took the course right um it's it's for your concealed carry permit which i probably will never use. However, I really wanted to know about using guns because we, you know, my, my son has one, my, my husband has one, and I, they make me very nervous. Right. So I thought it was a really good idea to, to take the course so that I understood. And coming out of the course, you feel more confident? I definitely feel more confident. Less nervous? Yeah. You know, I have obtrusive thoughts. Yeah. I, I, I feel like I am, you know, if the gun is there in my presence, it's gonna. It's gonna. It's gonna. You? Yeah, it's gonna shoot me, or I'm gonna shoot somebody with it. Okay. So that was why I had to like, I had to do this. Well, <laughs> now a, I know that that's I'm, not gonna happen. I'm <laughs> super proud of you for like confronting one of your fears. That's yes. really hard. Yeah, to I do confronted as you get older. two fears this week, weekend. One of them was going driving over bridges. I had to go over the Newburgh Beacon Bridge. Like oh. I'm always like, oh, I'm gonna drive off this bridge. I know I'm gonna drive off the bridge. That's an interesting fear for a real estate agent. I know. Well, no, it's just about like big bridges. So uh, I stay sort of in Orange County. Oh, so I, I don't, don't typically go. You know, to, I'm all over the place. I know, so. but <laughs> I don't typically go to like Beacon and cross over that bridge. So I mean, what other big bridges are there? Like the Tappan Zee Bridge, like I Mountain Bridge. Yeah, like I just try to stay away from those. Like I don't like to drive over them. But I did great. I went with Brooke. Brooke is yeah. our um, office administrator and. You know, she she was great. Like I just drove over it and didn't even pay attention to the that I was on That's it. So awesome. it was great. That's but, awesome. Yeah, well, so congratulations did, to yeah. you guys. I'm excited so about hysterical. that. Um, just real quick, and then I'll talk about my weekend. I always like to introduce a little bit what we're going to talk about today. Sure. You know, early in the show, so you guys know if you should stick around. And the answer is, of course, you should definitely stick uh, around. We are today. We're going to talk a little bit about. Um, I guess like a home seller's checklist if you're getting ready to list some pre-inspection information, um, packing up and moving, what you need to know about that, and um, even your like final walkthrough into your new home. So um, we're going to try to get through a bunch of that. Uh, kind I'm sure of there'll stuff. be so much more that we add throughout as well. Correct. I don't even know that we'll get through all this. And if we don't, we'll just follow up with our next show. That's all. Um, yeah. So how was you? I mean, as far as real estate, I've been pretty busy during the I am, week. I am super busy this week. Some um, good buyers trying to find properties for them. Um, I mean, I had one client put in an offer, like a really good offer. Yeah. On a, you know, a $500,000 house and we didn't get it. So I don't know. It's, like it's still, it's I know still it's really tough. hard. I got, um, I did have an offer accepted last week down in Jersey um, on a condo mm -hmm. and um, you know, the sellers are getting ready to sell their home, but they're not quite ready to list it. Mm -hmm. um, and their plan initially was to use the proceeds of the 
of the sale of the home. I said, I said, that's great, but we haven't listed the home and now you found a condo that you want. So what are like, what are our options? You know, and I talked through a lot of options with Mike, the mortgage guy Mm -hmm. at Hudson United um, and ended up suggesting that they do a home equity loan on the home they have now, complete the sale completely of the purchase, and then we'll list their home after they've moved into the new place. It makes sense um, to do that. Correct. It and makes they got their your offer much more competitive because yep. you've got the cash there. Right. They would, and, and they were, you know, we said it's going to be a cash deal, but we showed them our pre-approval. Um, they're going to have the cash from their home equity um, within a week or two. And then we'll close in, in, in about three weeks. We've already uh, got inspection scheduled. Contracts are being signed today. So things are moving. Mm-hmm. That's um, a sm- very quickly. smart way to do it. And these guys had, you know, and our offer was accepted because of the the ability to close quick. It was a vacant unit. And these guys, their biggest concern was they want it now. And, and you know, with a cash deal, you have, um, it's less hurdles to jump over. So um, that was exciting. And, you know, I know we talk about like different things people can do. And, and this was really the, you know, maybe the second time I've had someone use a home equity loan to one of my clients and I used one to buy a to buy a property once as well. Um, I in the past um, when my dad was doing a lot of investing, mm-hmm. he w- he did that. Yeah. A couple of times, actually. So it, it works out. Works out great. Yeah. If you can do it, if, if you, you have the equity it. in your home to do it. Correct. I mean, obviously, if you have a mortgage and you don't you owe still a lot on it, there's not a lot of equity. But no. if you've been living in your house for 20 years, you probably have a ton, ton of equity. In yeah. It. I mean, when I took my home, I, you know, I still have a mortgage on my primary home, mm-hmm. but with the markets and the duration of time I've owned the home, I had enough yeah. to pull out for this. It's a small investment property. So I was able yeah. to pull out, you know, the, the money I needed. Sure. And so I could present that cash offer. It makes and, a lot of sense to do yeah, that. And now my tenant is paying off my second. And so it's, you know, it, at the end of the day. I it's techni- building your wealth. Correct. I technically have less equity, but spread over the two properties, I now have more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So. so, I mean, that's uh, any new listings. I mean, it's, it's they're like far and few between. I have a new listing coming on, uh, but it's, a, you know, it's a, in, a, in a couple of weeks, maybe the weekend of April 15th, we're mm-hmm. going to do, um, it'll be coming soon the week before that. We'll do open houses. That's, uh, I think that's Saturday afternoon, maybe the Sunday. I can't remember what we have scheduled. But that's going to be a really nice colonial um, in, uh, you know, within the village confines. I wouldn't say in the heart of the village, but, you know, within it's technically part of the village. So it's, you know, municipal water, municipal sewer, mm-hmm. um, you know, beautifully updated, everything new, three bedroom. Um, I'm just looking at who's watching and I <laughs> see one of my uh, clients ah. there, uh, Darlene. Hi, Darlene. You're there. Yeah. So um, anyway, keep keep your eyes open for that. Um, I'm excited to to bring that listing to market. And then um, other than that, I am really running around with a bunch of buyers. Yeah, there's a lot of buyers out there again, and it, it's it's a hard it, it's a hard place to be right now because you're just waiting for something to come on the market so you can go look at it. I know, and um, and I, I feel like I've had uh, you know I have one listing um, out in Mount Hope, and it's a small um, it's like a small cabin. Mm-hmm. It's perfect for like a weekend getaway, hunting cabin, man cave, like camping spot, How all many of those things. Is it on? It's on a small lot, uh, you know, quarter acre. Okay. Uh, but it's surrounded, like there's no one on the lot behind you. It's got a lot of trees. It's on a private road. Like it really kind of feels like a mm-hmm. nice little, um, you know, uh, f- campfire place, mm-hmm. what, firing, fire the word, fire pit. Um, in the backyard, um, but it is seasonal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're listed at 125. Everything has been updated, new roof, brand new porches. I mean, it's got this beautiful rustic feel. Um, 
Anyway, all that is being it seasonal said, because of the water. It's, yes, it's seasonal because of the water. Okay, they actually have a cistern system. Okay, um, it's interesting, but you know the engineer approved it, and um, you know it, the system comes with a filter. He has potable water brought in a few times a year. Um, that all being said, I've gotten a lot of um, buyer leads off the house because of the price point, um, and so I'm in the process of closing three different sales under because of that. Yeah, under one hundred fifty thousand, and you know I've said it. You've said it. We all know um, the smaller homes or older homes or less priced homes are always harder to close because they're at that price point usually for a reason. Sure. So there's something going there's on something. that and puts it at that price point. I have one that has to close this week. Um, I have the buyer. The seller um, is ready to close. Um, and a title issue came up. Oh, no. Um, and the title issue, it's like a t it's two lots. The title issue is on the vacant lot, not that lot with the house. So my guy's like, can we just close on one lot and then follow up closing the other lot when the title issue is resolved? Um, and so we're, you know, trying wrestling to figure that out with the, with the attorney to uh, figure out whether they can do that. Yeah, or not. I mean, he'll do a pre-occupancy pre or a pre-closing <laughs> occupancy agreement. Like he's looking for anything because like they have to be out of where they are on Thursday. There's no like extension for them. So uh, if not, they got to pack up They're and moving live in, in a with you. hotel. They are isn't not. That a, isn't that a not fear? I've always in. had that fear that someone's going to end up in my house. <laughs> I would never let that happen. <laughs> but we're going to take a break and we'll be right back. <laughs> Hi, this is Christine Koenig with Howard Hanna Rand Realty, and I love real estate. I grew up helping my dad fix up his investment properties. That knowledge and experience has fueled my passion for real estate. Licensed in New York and New Jersey for over 10 years, I focus my business on Orange, Passaic, and Sussex counties. Check out my website at christinekoenig.randrealty.com or listen to The Real Real Estate Show, Mondays at 10 a.m. O'Keefe & McCann is the only law firm for all your real estate transactions. Founding partner William O'Keefe will patiently guide you through every step, whether you're buying or selling property, commercial or residential, from the first meeting to the closing. O'Keefe & McCann earned their top rating due to their impeccable attention to detail, their dedication to a smooth closing, and the pride they take in their clients' complete satisfaction. They are with you throughout the entire process, ensuring a successful outcome. For the finest real estate attorney, visit omlawteam.com. Hi, this is Grace Warren, a licensed real estate agent for Howard Hanna Rand Realty for more than 20 years. And I'm ready to hear your wants and needs. And then I will help you fulfill your goals. As a full-time residential specialist and longtime resident of Orange County, I know the Orange County market very well. And whether you're a buyer or a seller, my priority is your satisfaction. For more information, please visit my website, gracewarren.randrealty.com. And let's get together. This is attorney Bob Kruhulik of the law firm Beatty & Kruhulik, the lawyer guy. Tune in every Tuesday at 12 noon for the latest legal advice and tips. We're taking calls and giving answers to all your legal questions. That's every Tuesday at 12 noon on Radio Worth Listening To. Do you have a car problem? Maybe it's a mechanic problem. Maybe it's not. Sounds like a job for me, Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor. That's right, Sunday morning today. Get up early. Let's hang out. Let's talk about cars. Let's all get smarter. Let's solve some car problems. Ron and Annie and the Car Doctor, here Sunday mornings at 8. I'm going to make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. 
with Christine Koenig from Howard Hanna Rand Realty. So the people that are watching get to see us um, in between commercial breaks and see how like clumsy we put our our headsets on and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and the stupid stuff we talk about between the, the breaks, The stupid right? stuff we talk about. So. Um, but why don't we dig into a little bit of our content today? Yeah, great. Okay. All right. So um, as you know, we talk about um, people listing their homes. I know it's a stressful thing. Um, and people are like, well, where do I even start? Mm -hmm. So we're going to start by talking through like a home seller's checklist. Um, this checklist actually comes from American Home Shield, which is a um, warranty company. Yes, a home warranty company. Before we get into it, let's just give out our phone number here. It's yeah. 845-651-1110. And the text number is 845-328-0886. And we are on WTBQ Radio, worth listening That's to. That's right. So call in or text your questions um, as we're going through this. It doesn't have to be related to our topic today. We're happy to talk about whatever comes up. All right. So... Home seller's checklist. Here we go. Before the for sale sign goes up. All right. So <laughs> there's so much to do before the for sale really sign is. goes up. And, I, you know, <laughs> like everything starts before before that point. And, and today we're allowed to give you some time. Like once we list your property, we can do like a, it, there's a, what is it called? The a same, like a, a rider, rider for, to, yes, for, for time, time, for prep time. So I'll, we do that a lot now because before it was like, once you signed the paperwork, it kind of had to go into MLS. But now MLS allows us to do this rider and you have time to prep. Yep. And it's important because many times when you call us, you haven't really prepped yet, at least. Yeah. Not what right. we think you ought to do or what you really should do. Right. So if you're thinking of listing and you're like, what should I be doing while, you know, while I'm getting ready? So um, the first thing we always tell people is declutter, declutter, declutter. Um, you're going to move anyway. So if you have a lot of stuff in your home, um, get your bins out, get your boxes, go to the liquor store, get their boxes, go to go to BJ's and Sam's or Costco, wherever it is that you can start to collect some cardboard boxes mm -hmm. and go ahead and put them into, uh, put all your stuff into those boxes and then put those boxes in your basement or your garage, right? Um, it's, people want to see that you have a garage. They know that it's that you're a two car too. and they know you're moving. So that's a safe place, right? It's still on your property, not paying for storage, but it's getting the main living space decluttered and clean, um, you know, you can depersonalize while you're doing that. I know that's a little harder. Um, you know, what I find, what I tell people, and maybe you've tried this before, is I always say to take your phone and take a picture of a room. Because when you're looking at the room and you're in the room, you don't see things. But when you take a photograph of the room, you can see Right, what if your pictures are going to look like. And you can see what's out, what 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 you should put away, because you can tell, like, if the room looks cluttered, there's too many colors, or whatever it is. It's cardboard, you know, cereal boxes out on the counter. Like, there's certain things that will not ever look good in a photograph. And it's, it's when you're just looking at it every day, you don't always notice it. I think when you're looking at a photograph, it almost feels as if it's not your house anymore, so you can see right. and it's what's wrong. Right, or, you know, take take that picture you just took and then pull up a listing photo of a house you think looks nice and then compare your kitchen to their kitchen. That's a great idea. Um, and then you'd be like, oh, look at all this stuff I have. They have none of that and their picture looks really nice, mm -hmm. right? That's another way. Um, you know, while you're decluttering, give your home a nice cleaning. Um, you know, once you've moved this stuff, you're going to start to expose surfaces that haven't been exposed in a long time. So get out your dust rag, right? Clean the corners, clean your tr clean your molding and your, your trim. Baseboard, sure. Um, I feel like that's the bane of my 
my cleaning existence. <laughs> Clean your your light switches. Oh yes, they're always they they're, the the switch plates get dirty and you don't realize it or the the door um, your bathroom door like where you know your kids grab the door all the time those places clean them because yeah buyers will notice that and your windows clean oh the windows. windows yes I actually was uh, just oh, looking I at hate my that. windows yeah every now time that it's I, been winter and like I'm starting to open everything up I'm like ooh geez. and the sills get dirty yeah. I mean it doesn't matter how good you are at keeping your house clean it's still it, you know it happens and you have to you have you should clean that before you put the house on the market yep and then while you're doing that cleaning start to make um, a list of little repairs that that you've been meaning to make or right little drippy drippy clogged drains and faucets um cracked windows um in the bathroom if you need to redo the um caulking all of those things make your list and then start attacking the mineral that list. the mineral stain around your toilet yes all of those things Get rid um, and then you want to, you know, look at your yard, look at the exterior. Um, and again, anything that's obvious, right? I like to say curb appeal. You don't realize how important curb appeal is. And that sure. starts when someone is walking up to your front door. So you want to, you know, pull all the leaves out. Um, you want to, if you if you see that there's, you know, something that's cracked or chipped, right? Give it, just ma paint match it. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to repaint your whole house. Yeah. But do what you can to spruce it up, um, you know, if the railing is rusty, scrape and paint the railing, right? You can put like, um, you know, in the fall, we always use mums, but a little basket of flowers when you're walking up the door, it's Pansies, amazing. Whatever. It, it, it makes it really a huge does. difference. It really does. Even your mailbox, make sure that's, you know, if it's on your house or if it's on the side of the, you know, at the end of your driveway, make sure that that looks nice as well. Yep. And then um, lastly for, yeah, for this, um, make yourself a list Um and on that list, work that you've done since you've lived in the house, right? What's new, what's been updated. Um, but also think about what, what it is that made you want to buy the house in the first place. Because someone else might be looking for that thing. Like, you know, when we, you know, when we were looking for this home, we bought it because X, Y, Z, right? Is it the neighborhood? Um, was it the backyard? Was it the open floor plan? Whatever it is. You know, go back and think about what it was that made you buy the house or what it is you love about your house and, so much. And that's going to help you determine who your buyer is. Right. And because it's, gonna it's probably going to be the same person that you were 10 years ago or however it, however long it was that you bought your house. Because now right. you're a different person. That's why you're moving. Correct. And it will help us as your agents, um, you know, know what what is going to be kind of to focus our marketing on. Like when we come into your home, we're going to use our experience, but you know, our experience is 15 minutes in your house. Your experience is years. So help us. Um, help you. Yeah, exactly. So now we've, uh, we've done all of these things uh, and people do ask, okay, pre-marketing, what, what are we doing for you guys um, during that? Right. And so once you're, once you're ready to go, um, the first thing besides signing all our paperwork and doing our market analysis, deciding on a price, um, and you know, we'll be creating our marketing plan for you guys, but in order to do a lot of that stuff, we need pictures. So pictures is one of the big first things that we take. And I always tell people, if there's one day that your house has to look perfect, perfect, it's, it's picture day. day, right? When people are coming in and out of your house, they recognize you live there, right? But the internet pictures are going to live on the internet, um, for the entire time that you are selling your home. It is the first impression people are going to get of your home. Um, and if there is one day that that home can be everything it can be, that's the day. Yeah. You do not want, um, socks on the floor. You, you don't want your laundry basket overflowing. You don't want, 
you know, your cabinets to look like they're going to explode. <laughs> right. <know>? Correct. <laughs> or your closets to look like they're because they're going to they're going to open the closets. If your closets are exploding, it means to, to a buyer like that there's you don't have not enough, enough space, space in there's the not house. enough storage. Yeah. Right. So, you, right. Your closet doesn't have to be like closed, color ordered or anything like that. But if you if you walk in and you've got stuff everywhere, that's the stuff you're supposed to be putting in the boxes and putting outside. Just make it so that when someone opens the closet, they're seeing how big the closet is and not feeling how small the closet right. and, is. And you know, we all live that way with, you know, extra stuff in our closets, but this is the time where you have to really buckle down and and clean that up. Yep. All right. So once your home is on the market, what do we got? Um, you know, you want to make, you want to be prepared for showings, right? Um, the, I tell people say yes, as often as you can, yeah. right? We don't want to be, we know, you know, you're going to be listing your home and you know, in be order to sell it, for this. people have to come in. And our goal is to have your, you know, in this market, have your house be on the market two weeks or less. Like that, that's always my goal is to price it right. Have amazing marketing, drive as much traffic as I can to that home. Um, and, you know, make you guys be, um, I guess, bothered or inconvenienced for as short as possible. But during that time, you have to be my partner in that, right? And so beds have to be made every day. Dishes have to be done. Because if you're at work and I have someone who calls last minute says, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. We just showed the house around the corner. We saw your sign. Can we go in? I want to be able to say yes, right? Um, so do those things. It's a pain in the butt. You may not live that way on a regular basis, but at least for these two weeks while we're getting your house sold, you know, make that effort to have that house show ready every time you walk out of it, just in case. Mm -hmm. um, so th that's going to include things like, is there a neighbor who can run and grab your pet for you? I was just thinking that. Right. Like just have someone on standby if you're not not available. There's, you know, I, I try to work with my clients as much as possible to say, hey, listen, Right. Like, where are we at with your pets? What who do we have? You know, what's what what does your pet do during the day? Most days, is there anyone home? Do you have a neighbor? Um, you know, is the pet friendly? Right. Just want to make sure I cross all my T's, dot my I's and know what to say, because a lot of you know, I, a lot of people who own homes have pets. Yeah, I I, I think I've told this story before, but I'll, this is a perfect time to, to tell it. I, I showed a house one time and there were two beautiful I, not Irish setters. They were um, uh, golden retrievers, mm -hmm. big. You know big. how big They're they very are. Big. Very, very big. So and usually friendly. Very friendly, but um, it was raining that particular day, and I was wearing a black raincoat, and uh, they're what yellowy orange, right? Yep. Okay. So I was wet. I walk in the door, and the directions were: take these dogs, put them in the sunroom, put the gate up, and give them a treat. <laughs> Treats are on the kitchen table. I do that. I put them in there. I have my clients go, we're walking through the house, we are upstairs, and all of a sudden I hear a crash, bang, boom. I'm like, what? Is what is happening? I run downstairs, the dogs have knocked over the gate. They are both on the kitchen table, which is no bigger than this table, Christine. It's not a big table. They're both on the kitchen table, knocking over the treat thing, and I'm trying to get them off. My, I'm like telling my clients, stay upstairs. Right. <laughs> Keep looking I at that covered, bedroom. I'm in covered in hair now because my, my coat was wet <laughs> and it was just, yeah. So you need to have a good plan for your pets. Yep. And some uh, people are terrified of pets. They are. Well, and that that is. Um, Even cats. They're afraid of cats. That is what I find when people say, well, I, you know, my dog's friendly. I, I said, it's not about your dog. It's about the people coming in. 
and not everyone has the same level of comfort around no. animals they haven't, you know, that they haven't known before. No, some people have had bad experiences and nothing you're, you can say to them as much as you want how friendly your pet is. But. Right. Um, no, so that's, so make sure you have a plan for your pets. Same thing with your kids, right? You, you definitely want, I know it's hard to get, like if you have infants to get everyone out of the house. Even if you go in your car and you drive around the block, most showings are 20 minutes or less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if someone takes an hour time block, um, you know, I know it's hard to say you have to be out for an hour and then they come, you know, 10 minutes before the end of the hour. And it, right. Even, even if you're ready to go and when they're coming in, you're walking out. Yes. If you have an infant, I totally get that's, that is a fine way to plan around that. But, um, definitely give people the space alone in your home. Don't, hover. don't, don't hover, don't sit there, don't tour them. I know you want to, um, I know it's your house. Sometimes you're really proud of it. Sometimes, you know, you don't trust strangers. There are a lot of reasons people want to stay in the house during the showing, um, but don't do it. Definitely give people space in the house. And, um, you know, today so often people have cameras and you can see what's going on in your house anyway. Right. That's true. That's true. All right. So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Pillar to Post Home Inspectors is your number one choice when buying or selling a home in the Hudson Valley. Pillar to Post Inspectors are experienced, informative, and very knowledgeable. We will examine the structure, plumbing, heating, cooling, and electrical systems. Our thorough inspection will identify important factors, which may save buku dollars when making a home purchase. For more information or to schedule your home inspection, call the owner, David Wilner, at 845-610-5366. Visit PillarToPost.com backslash David Wilner. Hi, this is Rachel Heiss, branch manager of Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Right now is a great time to buy or sell. Buyers can take advantage of low interest rates and sellers can get top dollar for their homes in this high demand market. Our agents utilize the most innovative tools and market knowledge to help you achieve your real estate goals. Give us a call at 845-986-4848. At Howard Hanna Rand Realty, home happens here. Tune into the Nonprofit Notebook, your resource for and about people helping people. Learn about all the events and services available for you, friends, or family. Open your Nonprofit Notebook Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Radio worth listening to. Hi, this is Tom Lovelace. Join me and my guest every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. for the Lovelace Music Experience. Exciting interviews and great music from every genre. Right here, playing the best music. WTBQ GHD Weather. For this afternoon, we're going to see rain and a high of 56 degrees. Tonight, that rain will continue till about 2 in the morning. Then after that, we've got a slight chance of rain and snow mix. We'll see an overnight low of 36 degrees. Tomorrow, it'll be partly sunny. We'll see a high near 49. On Wednesday, it'll be sunny, a little warmer. We'll see a high near 53. Got a chance of rain Wednesday night. On Thursday, it'll be sunny. We'll see a high near 46. And on Friday, chance of rain in the afternoon. It'll be mostly cloudy with a high of 55. From the WTBQ Weather Center, I'm Mark Perry. WTBQ. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to the Real Real Estate Show. I'm your host, Christine Koenig, licensed in New York and New Jersey, hosting and today with This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty, or I will say Grace 
Graziella Pittingaro, for anybody listening in Italy, because ah. they don't know that who I am this other way. Good morning. <laughs> I love that. Um, so today we're talking a little bit about uh, getting your home ready. What is it like? What do you need to be doing to list your home? Um, and right now we just started talking about once you get your home onto the market, what should you, how, how is that experience? What should you be doing? Um, and we just touched base a little bit on making sure your home is show ready when you, when you leave the house in the morning, those beds made, dishes done, right? Have a plan for your Towels pets and kids. Up. Yep. Um, and on here is actually, uh, you know, do your laundry every day or two. So you don't have a lot of laundry and laundry baskets. Um, That's, that would be a hard one for me. Me it too. It seems like there's always so much laundry to do. <laughs> I know. I, I I feel like I don't, like, I'll look at my daughter's laundry basket and I'll be like, there's no way she wore half of this stuff. Mike and I talk about it all the time. We're yeah. like, how is how does she have that much laundry to no. do? It's like her laundry equals everyone else's laundry in the family. That's interesting because in my case, it's my son's laundry. Really? He has so much more laundry, but he does actually work and gets dirty. So. Right. My daughter doesn't doesn't do that. <laughs> All right. So back to uh, back to the home on the market. So this one is good. Raise your shades, open your curtains, let a lot of light in. I know a lot of people kind of lock, lock it down, especially um, if it's a vacant house. They right. think they have to do that. But, um, you know, this is this is not that case. Right. I, you, know. you want people to walk in and feel the light. Oh, this room has so much natural light. I love right. it. I hear that all the time. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's an important thing. People like to buy homes with natural light in it. And they, you know, if, if your shades are pulled down and you have all these, you know, room darkening curtains on there, you know, it's sort of like you're in a cave. You don't want it to feel like you're in a cave. Right. Um, leave the thermostat at a comfortable temperature. I know some people, if you're at work all day, the kids are out, you drop that temperature. You know, most people don't drop it where it's uncomfortable, but just note to self, leave it nice and warm. Again, people get a better feeling. Like selling your home is a lot of psychology. Bright light, it's warm. You know, you want to have, you know, all that decluttering. You it want all matters. good feelings. You yeah. want good feelings. And you want your house to smell good. I don't even know if that's on the list. Is that? It, it's not, but it, you're correct. Yeah. Smelling good is important. That's, I guess, part of the laundry is you don't want smelly laundry. The garbage, take your take garbage, your garbage out. out. I can't tell you how many times I walk in and I'm like, walk into the kitchen. I'm like, Ugh. or somebody cooked fish the night before. Correct. And any of those things. Just don't do that. <laughs> right. And lastly, you want to secure your valuables, your financial documents. You don't want to leave that personal information out. Um, most people are going to walk by and, and never look twice at your stuff. Um, but you know what? We're dealing with the general public and there's only so much we can know or guess about the people we're bringing through a house mm -hmm. and we accompany them the whole time. But, um, you know, d don't tempt fate. Right. I guess I would go with that. <laughs> Yeah, definitely don't do that. All right. So now we've got we've got yourself a buyer. Um, we've done inspections and your home is at that point where we've we've sold it. And what comes next? So we'll call this the after your home has sold part of this discussion. It's after your home has sold and you're like in the it's right. You've between, accepted an offer. You've accepted an right. offer. You're in contract. Now you've got to get to the finish line. Right. So we're going to set you you're going to have a date, right? Most offers are going to come with a, this is when we want to close date. Yeah. New York, it's usually within 30 days of that. Right. So, you know, you want to go through with your attorney um, or title person, make sure you know, as the closing person, what money it is you're going to get out of it, what you owe out. Um, so all your finances up front and you're not surprised. Um, so as you move forward, you're set to go. Um, you want to start to um, hire your moving company. 
Um, you know, it's interesting, New Jersey, uh, when we write a sales contract, it's the date that we're going to close, right? Everyone works towards that date. It's rare that that date moves very much. Yeah. And New York, um, in it's New a York, completely it's different like, situation. It, it's like you go into it blind. You have no idea when you, it's an on or about. People, I don't know why they can't just use the on date and then occasionally move to the about. But for the most part, you have 30 day window from from the time you say you're going to close. Um, and people liberally use that window. And attorneys the do. Time. It's like, like sometimes I feel like people don't even consider. It doesn't even matter what day you put on there. That's correct. So anyway. <laughs> people from New Jersey do not understand this. People from any other state yeah, do I, not I, well, understand I mean, this. we get a lot of people from New Jersey, so that's why I specifically said that. But it's true. They don't understand this. It's just the way we do business here. I'm not sure why this has happened. Why this? It's always I been. I know. It's I, always I, been. In the last two years, I've had uh, four or five clients from California, Oregon, Arizona. And these guys, they close their, like from the time, like it is a 15 to 20 day close. They cannot understand why it takes 45 to 60 days to close and why they can't have a firm closing date with that amount of time. Even if you are paying cash, it yeah. still takes 30, 30 days yeah. because of um, the way our title works. And municipal. Uh, our mun the municipal reports that we have to get. So that takes, that always right. takes time. So when it says plan for moving, things you want to do, get quotes, right? Give your moving company a tentative plan, but let them know that that may change because you don't have a confirmed closing date. I mean, it's important that you know and they know they're going to let you guys move as you need to. Um, and they're, but they may not be able to just, um, you know, accommodate immediately that date. You Like there's a lot of coordination. And I think that's the hardest part of the sale process is coordinating the move, right? Where you're going to, you may have your closing date on the sale of your home. Now, do you have your closing date on the home you're buying? Right? Like how, do, how is that all syncing up? It, it's very it's a stressful. Big coordination. Yep. Uh, make sure you plan to shut your utilities and transfer them. Um, you know, open your new account at your new home, close your account at your current home. Um, and or be you, ready to do it. You right, don't want to close your account in your home until the new person's putting their power on. Yep. Um, you know, in most cases, home insurance coverage, um, which if you're getting a mortgage, that's already, you know, the bank won't close without it. But if you are buying cash, make sure you don't forget to do that. Um, get I, we were talking about before, get all your packing materials together. Um, make sure all of the inspection items you agreed to do were done properly. If you hired someone to do it, send those receipts to your attorney. Um, don't wait for them to ask you because right. they're going to ask you right before the closing. And then if you didn't do it, if you thought maybe, oh, I won't, I'm going to get away with this. No, no, they're going to ask you before the closing. So just get it done. Yep. And if you have any of those, um, some people have like a binder with all of their, um, you know, the booklets that come with each appliance and maybe mm -hmm. a list of receipts Prepare for work they've done, the contacts of all their different, um, you know, providers. Yes. Yeah. So whether it's your lawn maintenance guy, your snow removal guy, your electrician, your plumber, people who have experience your with company. your house. Yep. Make a list of that to leave for the new owners. That's so helpful for them when they're moving in. Um, as stressed as you are, they are equally stressed. Um, and then, you know, don't forget to do your change of address form with the post office. Somebody else is listening. Yeah. I'm just watching this. Hey, Stephanie. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are, where are we up to? We, we were doing the change of address form. Yeah, and then collect your door keys, your garage door openers, your remote controls, security devices. That's something that people always forget that until the last day. Ask your neighbors for the keys that you've given them. Um, 
most people, I'd like to think most people change their locks, but I know that's not true. Um, I, I'm going to say this, in my house 12 years did not change my lock. <laughs> Somebody else might have your key. Oh, did you I'm change sure. your garage door opener code? I don't have a code on mine. Okay. I just have the button. But um, I, I will say this. I don't even know that I have a key to my house. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the beauty of living here. <laughs> right. You don't really need your key. Now. Well, we, we'll never tell anybody not to use their key, but um, not to lock their home. They, they should. <laughs> but I don't typically lock my door either. All right. Let's talk about packing up and moving in, shall we? Mm-hmm. All right. So um, here is a like a kind of a timeline, what you can be doing in terms of that actual packing up. Um, you know, we've talked, we've had movers on the company or on the show before we've, um, you yeah, know, Brenda's uh, brother is a mover. Mm-hmm. He's been on, we've talked about, you know, how, scheduling, how hard that can be sometimes, but in actually like the nuts and bolts, right. Um, one month before we had already talked about making sure you've called your mover, get your boxes, your tape, right. Get pens. You want to mark what room those boxes go to. So on the outside have kitchen, bedroom one, bedroom two, living room, right. Um, in some cases, you know, for certain, you you, you want to have a, a box that is you, you, that first day box. A first day box. I love I've first ha- day yes, box. Yes, because you're going to need certain things that first day, and you want to make sure that that's the last thing that you put into your packing is mm-hmm. that first day box. You know, like the sheets that you're going to need for the bed, the the coffee maybe, the coffee pot, um, you know, cereal for the kids, whatever it might be, have that first day box ready to go and pull that one out you know, first and it's there and that's the one you're going to unpack first. Yeah. Um, you know, this is actually really good. Notify employers, schools, banks, doctors of your move so you can start to request documents you might need. If you're making an out of town move, you're going somewhere further, you're not going to have your same doctor, right? You want to have all your records ready to go. So when you get to where you are, you have that new, that new professional that you're dealing with. You can give them your whole, your whole background and you're not trying to navigate from far away, getting getting documents. Sometimes it's easier to run and pick them up in hand rather than, you know, mm-hmm. figuring out if, if they are digital, are we scanning them, are we faxing them, are we emailing them, right? Mm-hmm. If they email, did I get the whole thing? Sometimes, you know, files are really big and, and someone thinks they sent them, but you never received them. So, um, you know, sometimes hard copy is good. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, as, start cleaning out your closets, your attics. We talked about this before. Um, call someone to come take away the things that you are not going to take with you. I, I will um, I will say that when I moved, I forgot to I forgot about my attic. Like the whole thing. Yeah, like I just didn't <laughs> go up there and get anything. And then we moved out, and I said, "Oh my, we forgot the stuff in the attic. We need to go back and get it all." <laughs> I'm surprised that during the walkthrough that there was, it, it was uh, I didn't sell the house. We were oh. renting the house out, so there were people moving in. The next week so i did have time i remembered then oh my god there's all this stuff in the attic oh that's funny <laughs> so yeah don't Whoops. forget about the attic um all right so that was like one month or more so two weeks before the move what should we be doing oh we should be changing our um address at the post office you need you need to forward your mail and make sure that you know where um that they know where your mail is going because um you know, stuff's still going to come to your house. Yeah, you're surely going to forget to tell somebody where you're going, and you need to have the post office know about that for sure. 
Uh, empty the fuel from your lawnmower and your power tools. Oh, that's a great suggestion. It is. I never thought about that. But yeah, if you're moving your power equipment, you need to, you don't want to move it with fuel in it. No. Nope. Uh, notify your internet, cable, TV, security, pest control, cleaning, lawn maintenance, and other services you receive. Uh, it seems obvious, but that's why there's this checklist. Yeah. Because when you're doing this, you get confused. Uh, create a room-by-room room packing calendar to track your progress. I would never do that. No, I'm, I'm not either. I'm not that organized. I'd just be throwing stuff in there. That's correct. Um, assemble a folder of important information about the home for the next homeowner. Yeah, we, we said just that talked already. about that. Uh, make sure all necessary repairs are complete. And we did talk about that too, but, you know, just make sure it's done. And it looks like we have to take a quick break because we are it's commercial time, and we'll be right back. This is Brenda Wiley with Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Looking for a weekend getaway, a year-round retreat, or maybe you're considering selling. I'll help to bring your vision to a reality. Enjoy four seasons of lakefront living on Greenwood Lake. Go fishing, swimming, and boating all summer long. And when fall arrives, go apple picking, hiking, or skiing on Mount Peter. Visit brendabwiley.randrealty.com and let's find the home of your dreams. Hudson United Mortgage is the number one mortgage company specializing in residential loans in New York and New Jersey, where Mike Van Mansard is offering first-time homebuyers low down payment options and a mortgage that saves you money and time. Licensed in New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut, Mike Van Mansard will patiently walk you through the maze of applying for a mortgage and is available for all your questions. Call Mike Van Mansard now to set up an appointment or for more information, contact Mike at HudsonMortgage.com. Chris Steritz has been an award-winning associate broker for more than 28 years. Chris's vast knowledge of Orange County ensures that your goals will be met whether you are a buyer or a seller, and she will help with your home inspection, mortgage, and appraisal process. She's also a specialist in corporate relocation, and the home inventory on her website is always current. For more information or to contact Chris, visit chrissteritz.randrealty.com. The unbelievable precision that makes the hand unsure and the mouth dry. Every driver is faced with this problem. How close can I come to my best speed and keep control? The NASCAR and Cup Series keeps on rolling. NASCAR, timeless. Hi, this is John Tesh. Tune in for great music and intelligence for your life on weekdays at 1 p.m. as we assemble the tips, the facts, and the news you need to be happier, healthier, more lovable, and more fun to be around. Radio worth listening to. We put the intelligence out there. You decide what to do with it. I'm gonna make this place your home. Welcome back to The Real Real Estate Show. This is Grace Warren from Howard Hanna Rand Realty here in Warwick, New York. It's a beautiful day, and I'm here with Christine Koenig, Howard Hanna Rand Realty. Hey, Grace, if someone wants to get in touch with you. Well, they can find me on Facebook, obviously. Um, they can get me on Instagram with my name, and then they can call me on my cell phone, which is 845-742-4361. They can call the office. They'll put you through to me anytime. Um, I do have a website, which I always fail to remember the exact. Um, I mean, if you Google me, Google me, it comes up. Right. So you can find me that way. There's All lots right. of ways to find me. How about you, Christine? Um, so uh, I think the easiest way, your takeaway is listwithchrisk.com. Oh, I love it. And You're that's so much better at this than Chris, me. Chris with a C. So listwithchrisk.com. Um, you can also Google me if for some reason. You can find us. 
just put the name in, it comes out. That's right. Anyway. Um, so we're talking about packing up and moving day and uh, all of those sorts of things. Um, oh, and by the way, somebody texted us something. Let's see. What do we have? Um it says, forget. don't forget any lease agreements with solar panel companies. That is true. You're, that's a great question or great thought because, yeah, you um, and that is something that's going to happen when you um, go to contract. Right. That right. The attorney will that's that is part of what the attorney is going to do during that process because they have a like some version of a lien on your house. And so exactly it comes, it comes up in the cert, the title search. Um, and then you have to have it has to be transferred to the new owner. Correct. So there's paperwork and credit checks and all that stuff for the new buyers to, who are buying the house in order for them to assume your lease. Yep. Yep. So yeah, that is a, that's a good point, but it, it does, the attorneys typically take care of that. Yep. So where were we on here? We are talking, so we just finished like two weeks out. Now we're going to like the week of, right? Oh, God, that stressful week, those one to five days right before you're going to, uh, yes. you're going to move. <laughs> so that it starts with things that I don't necessarily think are as relevant today. I don't know if it says it on there, but make sure there's coffee in the, in a the lot house. Of coffee. A lot of coffee, yeah. Um, defrost your freezer, empty the ice maker and ice cube trays. I'm not sure I would do that. I got to tell you, that's not like, that, that. it's strange that that's the number one thing on this list. Defrost your freezer. <laughs> Nobody does it. We all have frost-free freezers now. Well, you know, some people have those old freezers in their basement, right. those old refrigerators in or the like garage, the, the beer refrigerator. Maybe they're old. Yeah, you might want to. Take, All right. Clean that out. Clean the refrigerator, stovetop, and oven. Yes, you want to try to clean your appliances. You don't want someone moving in and having your sticky, goopy, oopy, no, and, yucky, and it yuckies. does say in your contract typically that they want it broom clean. So it doesn't have to be antiseptic in there, but it should be. It should be clean. Right. Um, disconnect all drain and drain all appliances that are moving with you, like your second freezer, second mm -hmm, fridge, mm -hmm. your laundry machine. All that. If you're stuff. taking that. Um, Make sure that you have payment for the movers ready. Any tips, stuff like that, easily accessible. Um, Confirm your travel arrangements. Well, I guess if you're moving if across you're the country or something. Um, make sure that now that we're in that five-day window, you're going to know when your closing is. Make sure you have your schedules uh, set up straight with the um, with the movers. What time are they planning to be there? How long do they estimate they're going to be? Um, you know, are you someone who has to move out the day before? You're, are you doing double closings? Do you need to arrange for like the movers to both unpack and then, or pack up and then unpack, um, all that sort of stuff. Clean your, um, I just lost it. Clean your uh, outdoor furniture and get that ready to go. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is a big one. Return cable boxes, modems, DSL, oh, yeah. all that equipment that you're quote unquote renting. Yeah, don't forget returned. Don't forget to you do forget that about because that. they'll they'll charge you. Yeah, they will. Nobody wants to get that. Uh, pack your suitcase of each a suitcase for each family member with the clothes and the toiletries to get through the first three days. That's sort of like the box thing right. too. It's the same idea. Um, it says when you're packing, use your towels and t-shirts uh, and pillows for padding breakables. Mm -hmm. um, I used to do that um, when I would move my plates and my towels. I would I would like take three or four plates. I'd put a towel down and then I'd like fold the towel, put two mm -hmm. or three more plates. Oh, yeah, the yeah, towel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And kind of like create this. I have so many like dishes that I keep collecting that I constantly have them packed like that in my basement. So they don't, not with towels, with newspaper. Right. Anyway. Um, and back up all computers. That's a great suggestion. That is a good one. I wouldn't have uh, thought that. But if you're, especially if you have like those desktop ones where you've got this big uh, boxy computer. The you tower. Wanna, yeah. You want to back that up. So in case during moving something gets damaged, you have not lost all of your stuff. Moving day. Moving day. 
the, the most moment exciting we've day all been waiting for. Of, yes, or fearing. <laughs> <laughs> Usually is right before closing day. Um, all right, so double check that everything is empty: your cupboards, your closets, um, your pantry, your basement, your attic, your dishwasher. Oh, that's a good one. Your I dishwasher. I never thought about that one. Um, and you all know, the other fridge, appliances, yep. your microwave, maybe. I don't know. You don't want to leave. Hey, when you're do- when you're moving, you forget about these things. You, you heated up your whatever in there, and then you forgot it was in there, and you continued doing your thing. Yep. But yes. Uh, give your movers a tour of any and specific instructions of what you want to have them not move. Like if there is this antique vase, and, and you are going to hug that you know, next to you in your seat on your way from house A to house B. Make sure you tell them so they don't pack it up because once it's packed, you, you're never going to find it. Um, mm. Take notes of utility meter readings. Get your final readings. You know, if you have the oil tank, you have to have someone come do the dip and write a receipt of how much is there so you can be reimbursed. I for always it. do that at a walkthrough right. with my buyers. I always take a picture of that. Right, the what's the, left. The oil tank yep. and maybe the utility uh, reading too. Sometimes they, they've asked for that. Yep. And then. Uh, you can leave a note to your new people. Um, and in that note, you can leave, you know, just in case anything comes up, you have any questions, here's my phone number. Not everyone feels comfortable doing that, but if you do, it's a nice touch. If not, um, you can always go through your agent. I can't tell you how many times I get a call. Hey, a package just came for the previous owners. Um, can you reach out and, you know, let them know it's here and, and ask how they want that, you know, shipped to them. Do they want me to return it? Do they want me to hold on to it? Right. So it's um, it is it's okay to leave your information if you don't want to be reached out to. That's okay too. Your agent will facilitate that you know, for you. And sometimes there's that question of like, what does this light switch do? Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> you know, and you don't have anybody to ask, so it's kind of nice to leave your number. If you know, hopefully you're in a in a good place with the with the buyer of your house, and you can do that. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I will say this. I'm probably I probably sit on the other side of that fence. I'm not I'm not sure. I don't know who's buying the house. What if, you know, what if something three years from now breaks and now they call me and they're like, You left this in terrible condition. Ah. <laughs> I'd be like, No. <laughs> so <laughs> Well, I guess if you have a clear conscience, you can just give it to them. It's not even about, it's about some people are super unpredictable. Yeah. <laughs> In your new home. All right. This is our last part of the day. We're, all, we're running out of time. So. I know. So in your new home, make sure the rooms and surfaces are clean and everything is working properly before you start to do the big unpack. And that, you know, is sort of what you're going to do with a walkthrough to making sure that everything right. is, is is working properly. Um Check around the property to ensure the previous owners didn't leave anything behind. Um, I just had a closing where I got a picture of a boot. We found this boot in the back of one of the closets. <laughs> That's I've gotten pictures that are much worse than a boot. So yes. okay, well there you go. Um, you know, start. You want to move those boxes into each of the rooms as they're being unpacked. Um, that's why it's so helpful to write on them so that the movers can put things where they need to go so that they're not just leaving them and then you have to move them. You've already paid these guys. Let them put the boxes where they need to go. Um, you know, make sure you're confirming your new address with your employer, your schools, your bank, your credit card companies, your doctors, all of that stuff. Um, and mm-hmm. then celebrate. Open up that bottle of champagne. That's right. So... I can tell you that the first time I I bought my I bought a house, the first house my husband and I bought, we went in there and we sat down on the floor in the living room and the heat broke. So <laughs> it 
happens. Oh no. It happens. I know, by the way, there's there's nothing worse than like checking in we with We turn your, the heat on and that's what happened. Checking in with your home sellers like a month down the road or your home buyers. Hey, just checking in, see how everything's going, right? Or you bump into them at shop, right? And you hear the laundry list of things. That happens. I you know They didn't tell us about this. They were hiding this. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I had one. They, the, the woman like unpacked. She was tired. She got into her whirlpool tub, right? She never had one. She fills it all the way up. She mm-hmm. turns the jets on, right? She's enjoying the tub and her husband comes running upstairs because it is now raining in the kitchen. Some of those tubes. The, yeah, the, no, the, the, one of the hoses. For the uh, tub. For the tub. Was for after some use, right? It worked fine for the when we did the home inspection, there was no you didn't, It wasn't for no a long sign. time. And then all of a sudden, so that was a terrible, terrible day for them. I had, I, you know, clearly not my fault, but always you feel this, like this, like you're got this like clenching. Yeah, your you chest, almost feel like, like it's oh, your fault. Like you do, what like, could you have done to stop this from happening? Yeah. I had one person at the closing, we said to them, there is a very small amount of propane in the tank, a very small amount. You need to call the propane company like today. Now. Call them today. Make sure that they're coming. And guess what? No propane. He didn't call. He didn't go to the house for like three days. The pipes froze. Everything leaked all over. Oh all God. the floors were ruined. It was a $900,000 house. <gasps> it was destroyed. It was It was bad. Like, that's a true story. Oh, my God. That's the nightmare scenario. Very right? true story. Yep. Well, you know, we said I was the, li- the listing agent and yeah. I said there's only enough propane for like a day in there. Right. This is a big house. It's like a 4,500 square foot house. You need to get propane. OK, OK, OK. Well, they didn't do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. So that was bad. So, yes, you definitely want to make sure that your propane, your oil, um, all of that stuff. It's yeah. all taken care of. Like, make sure you, make sure you do it. Yeah, we're running out of time. We're almost done. Oh, all right. Well, Grace, another have week. A very fabulous week. Yes, you too, Christine. Um, I'm sure we'll see each other during the week. But, yes, um, as we do every week. Yeah. <laughs> Our desks are very close to each other. <laughs> but um, yeah, enjoy, you know, I hope you, your meatballs come out good yes, tonight. So thank you, thank for you for your your daughter. And I am probably going to go help Catherine make some sourdough bread. She has some orders that have to be filled tomorrow, so I may be helping her. All right, and everyone, have yourselves yep, a great week. Have a great weekend, and we will our week, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Take care.